It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Jutaris here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me, as always, my buddy, my closer pal, the man with the plan, the one and only, the one and only John Malika. I'm back, baby, back from vacation. <laughs> we ready to do this stuff. I was out for a week. These guys held it down. You already know what it is. These guys did a phenomenal job. We have Greg with us today, John with us today. Woo! But while I was out, there was some crazy news. Crazy, crazy news. I get to come back to mayhem, but it's all good. We're here right now, but before we get into this conversation, you all know the drill. If you listen to this podcast and you and you haven't already done so, please make sure to subscribe. We're on all audio listening platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give it that five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a review or comment. We're also partnering with Minute Media and Fansite, so you can find this podcast on the Jet Press or the Daily Knicks. We also got a YouTube page. Nick's coming, Jets coming, ETC period. No one writes out, et cetera. That shit is wild. Find the page, subscribe, hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. And when you watch a video, leave a comment, add to the conversation. We want to know your thoughts and opinions as well. Come on. Jets preseason, baby. We just saw the New York Jets beat, beat John. They just beat the team last week. They won. They beat the Eagles. I, I can't be excited about beating the Eagles in preseason, man. But hey, it happened. We got the Falcons the upcoming week, but it's all good. I know, I, I know Zach Wilson went down. It was the Flacco show for a bit. It wasn't Flacco. Flacco didn't play. You're right. Flacco didn't it's play. It's going to be the Flacco Mike, show. Yeah, it's going to be it's the, Flacco, be the Flacco, show. Flacco show. Mike White. Mike White, baby. Hall of Famer Mike White. I'm sorry. <laughs> Getting things confused. I'm excited to talk about Joe Flacco today. Not, but hey, we are here. <laughs> also, while you're over at the YouTube page, we got another podcast that's also partnered with Minute Media. Winning Picks Weekly. John, video producer Greg, and our guy and co-host Chip Murphy. These guys go through every sport possible. MLB, NBA, PGA, NFL, NHL, you name it. These guys got you covered. If you need to put money down on the line, there's no better guys to check out than these guys. And then last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. We are there. Greg, John, my guys. You guys did a great job last week. I'm sorry that it was... All through the mayhem while I was out, I, I guess I have to promise to never go on vacation again <laughs> because it clearly things just go sideways. Uh, man, where should we start? Should we start with, let's start off with, with the number one priority because I guess I alluded to it with Flacco and preemptively, uh, talking about him. We have one Mr. Zach Wilson. Mr. Zach Wilson is probably going to be out. Two, four, hopefully not six weeks, man. Hopefully not. But we all, we had a terrifying scare. You thought, we all thought, I should say, not you. We all thought the season was over. As it, as, I, as, I, I as Jets not. way would, go. you didn't think so? Oh, man. I, I did saw not that. think the season was over. It did not look like an ACL. I have, I have lots of issues with pro football doc, uh, talking Tell us about how you feel. Tell us how you Dude, feel. Dude, this is so stupid, man. He didn't even. It, it did not look like an ACL at all. First of all, uh, it was clearly it was clearly moving to the side, right? Usually, usually that 
you, you see that knee buckle like straight when it's ACL because it's in the front. I'm not a doctor. I just watch a lot of sports. And to make a full determination <laughs> that it's an ACL when there's like such an easy test that they could do on the spot to see if it's intact or not. And that's why they said it was intact in the first day and they didn't want to go any further. It was just so ridiculous that the season was over. I mean, I was pissed off. I was pissed off because, you know, the first series ended in an interception, right? In a horrible throw, right? Like thrown on the under to the linebacker. It's kind of tough. Uh, that was like a James Winston kind of interception, right? And then the second play down, you get hurt. Like it just sucks. And at first we thought it was the PCL. All right, but it's not. It was a bone bruise and a meniscus. Thankfully, like you said, two to four weeks. It probably is going to be six weeks, like you said. But it is good news, right? Like six weeks from now is week Relative, three. Relatively, it's good news. It's good news I mean, because we didn't lose our quarterback. Yeah, we didn't look, man. Missing your quarterback for any time to get important reps is never good news. But it's in in relation. It's not an entire season, so yes. But I digress. <laughs> it's good, man. It's all good. It's going to be the Flacco show, as Greg was talking about. But what up, Greg? How you doing, man? Good, man. I mean, what a what a way to start this episode. Say that you didn't think it was an ACL. The whole world thought it was the ACL. Not the whole world. Just, just just pro football doc on Twitter. Everyone, oh, everyone, just, everyone said man, it was Twitter ACL. Twitter was on a blaze. I just, everyone that's what in our group chats. A guy called himself pro football doctor. He said it's torn ACL. <laughs> then you have websites writing it's torn ACL. It, it was looked, ridiculous. Whether, I mean, maybe you have a special eye for those kind of things. I don't have a special I thought eye. it was an ACL. <laughs> it was an ACL, dude. When you go out, when you're running around on the field and you juke and you go down and you grab your knee, that's an ACL. Like, those are the steps. Like, check out right That's what happened. He got right up. He got a little bit of a limp. But he was and then walking he went fine. down. You know who he else did that? He, he, he walked fine to the locker room. He literally no, he he went he down and called for trainers. He went down no, and called for to trainers. the locker room. He uh, yeah. literally walked to the locker room. He was, he was come on, give me a break. Yeah, he guys. didn't get like, carted. What off. are we talking about? Like, Darrell not, Revis like, walked off, man, with the, with the torn ACL. Come on. That was way, like, that was just way different situation. Like, when Darrell Revis found out, he oh, couldn't move. I'm, all we're he saying. He literally is, could not get up. He could, like, what are you guys talking about? Like, a special high. Everybody said it. Like, the whole world said it was in ACL. Because. It was the it was the I know it was it's a Coach Salas said in the press conference ACL so the MRI he was even confused he was getting no, thrown said, around a little bit he said bit. it was intact he no I mean I was I was making a joke someone said like uh, someone asked him a question about it and he just got confused he's like we'll have to wait to see what the ACL says instead of the MRI <laughs> and, then, and then he got caught up he's like uh, MRI MRI like he got caught up a little bit after the game so dude it was even frustrating he, yeah even him was, was on his mind but uh, oh, man. because it was right after Beckton man it was right after Once, Beckton I just went down and everybody's yeah. saying he's gonna be okay for the first five minutes we had that hit sudden, he we broke had, his knee yeah. he broke it like it went from like he might be fine to oh his knee's broken so one, one thing I when do you go want back to Zach Wilson and you tell me he's okay, or maybe everyone's like, okay, I don't know. Like, yeah. last time, same thing. And his knee was broken and it was from last year's injury. So that's why we were a little on edge. For sure. And one thing I do want to point out, though, Alex, to your point about the season being over, I don't know if I ever thought the season was over. Like, if Zach Wilson goes down, it sucks because we don't know what Zach Wilson is yet. And we need to figure that out sooner right. rather than later. But I think with Joe Flacco, Mike White, you know, there's other guys out there too that we could bring in if we need to. I still think we have a very young, talented team. Five and a half don't wins. Say don't say still, Greg. still possibility. But I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not terrified 
if Zach Wilson's out for the year, I wouldn't say like, oh, the season's over. Just write those, shut the whole thing down. I still think we have a, we have a talented team. I think our defense is going to lead us. So, um, we need to know what Zach Wilson is. So it's great that he is coming back at some point. I don't think he should rush back. For um, sure. I agree with that. But I don't think the season was over if he was out for the year. I think we still have enough pieces. I think it was over from the standpoint of, I would have thought it would have been over from the standpoint of you're talking about valuation of Zach Wilson. If we lost yeah. year two of Zach Wilson on a, come on, man. Like that's tough to go. Then we got to wait for year three. You're talking about 17 games. You got to watch without your, your franchise quarterback, a yeah. young quarterback. No. But that would have been about C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, man. We're we're we're, we're exactly. looking to the, we're looking or, to the or, college football or race. or if you're checking Twitter like I was as I was watching the game on vacation, you're seeing Jimmy Garoppolo names coming up to the Jets. And I, like, uh, oh, I told Greg not to say it. Yeah, I was going to I knew what you. I knew exactly. I knew exactly what you didn't want me to say. I, but I want Jimmy G anyway. out of my face, bro. I hate Jimmy G. I hate New England. I I I, have, I want nothing to do with him. He he's just another depth guy. Like you guys are. Depth is is really nice until you have to use it. And this is a perfect example, right? Because going into, uh, I don't know, two weeks, right, right before that game started, we would say the Jets have the best depth at quarterback in the NFL, right? Because behind Zach Wilson, was supposed to be good. We got Hall of Famer Mike White, as we like to call him, and Joe Flacco, who, I mean, I don't want to say he did amazing with the Jets last year, but he was able to make some plays. You know what I mean? He played, I think he played pretty decent with the Jets last year. And we'll get into that a little bit. I don't know if it's like sheer, I mean, it is sheer luck, but I mean, the football gods gave us his division the first four weeks of the season, the division that he's been playing his whole entire life. I mean, can we have wrote it any better? I wanted, to play, all four weeks. I wanted oh to play all four God. weeks. Let Zach Wilson get healthy, baby. Let's go Joe Flacco. Look, I don't think I can do a whole North. season. How crazy is that, dude? That'd be what great. a coincidence. Beat the Steelers, beat everybody. Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. You get you get you get Joe Flacco going against the Baltimore Ravens week one. I mean, that's the case. You can't you that's can't you can't write you, you can't write it any better than that. You really can't. And to John's point. Like Flacco, when he came in, when Zach was out for part of the season last year, he did an okay job. It wasn't anything phenomenal. He was a solid game manager because I don't think, I think, I don't think he was ready to be called upon and, and be, uh, the quarterback just coming in and just showing like, all right, time to like try to win some games. Like he kept it competitive. I'll say that, you know, when Zach was struggling, he came in and was like, okay, we look like a competent team. Elijah Moore was getting his touches. You saw everybody was like, really a cohesive unit to a certain degree not this not a juggernaut just a competent team that made it somewhat competitive and you got to look back to the Arizona Cardinals game and the Miami Dolphins game that he played last season so Flacco coming in he's getting the reps now Listen, Am I, is anyone worried I'm not worried but the but it's it, you're just happy that we're gonna have Zach Wilson back at some point this season that's all that matters Ravens week one at MetLife. Week two, you're at the Browns with Jacoby Brissett and no center. Right, Their second center just got injured. They're having a tough time over there. Week three, home, Nick Mangold day at MetLife versus the Bengals. 
And if anything happens, you know, you know what Mike White can do against the Bengals. So I'm sure he's going to be a winner. Oh, you it, okay? Well, hold on. If Mike White start, if Mike White is starting that game, you best believe the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals are coming out with their A game to show up Mike White. I don't even care what anyone says. They're already going to have that game circled from last season. But if yeah. Mike White is on the field, good war. I feel bad for that man. I mean, like, that would be nice to just be, like, some sort of relief pitcher uh, for that game if Flacco has miraculous two games, right? Because it's, you know, how it works out with the Ravens and the easy Browns game, hopefully, uh, works out, the Bengals. And then for you, you go to Pittsburgh. Joe Flacco goes back to Pittsburgh. Could that man have written any better in his whole life? Like, that could be his last game, October 2nd, right? That leaves a lot of time for Zach Wilson to get back, get the practice reps, Nobody's gonna freak out if he if he comes back week three and he gets hurt, week four and he gets hurt. You can blame the organization if it's that week five, right? On the surgery had August sixteen, and you tell me two to four weeks. You can't. You really can't blame. Then it goes to injury prone, one bad knee that he keeps getting hurt by. So, in that aspect, it sucks when you have depth. When you have to actually use it, it's great to just talk about and say we have the best backup quarterbacks. But as it stands, man, Joe Douglas was good at keeping both of those guys, even though obviously Zach Wilson was our quote-unquote franchise quarterback. And I'm okay with Joe Flacco, dude. Nothing changes for me. That five and a half, like you mentioned, Greg, shout out Winning Picks Weekly. Shameless plug if you're looking for uh, NCAA football college uh, conferences where you are breaking them all down one by one. Um, you mentioned the, the same thing for NFL. Half. We're going to do the same thing for NFL divisions and win totals. Yeah. And you mentioned the five and a half. I'm still cool with that. Are you guys still cool with that? Greg, yeah. I know yeah. You said, yeah. Yeah. Right. For sure. For sure. I like, I like, I like Zach Wilson coming back later. I don't know. Like he gets nice. Like he did really well uh, when he came back last year. Uh, the only thing know, that gets, man. the only thing that makes me nervous about that, John, is the fact that he came back from an injury last season. He looked good down the stretch. He had all off season to prepare. He went to Idaho or whatever, threw around the football, <laughs> traveled the country through the football of people, took Instagram pictures all summer long. Got the one Jets drive. And got that first, dog in him. And then the, he's got the, we all know about the dog. And then all of a sudden week one, <laughs> drive one, he throws one of the most unbelievable interceptions I've seen in my lifetime right to a defender. That was such a Mark Sanchez interception. Like you said it perfect, Jameis Winston and his prime S. Like <laughs> yeah, it was unbelievable. Yeah. It could have been more to the linebacker if he tried. <laughs> Just stared down Corey Davis the whole time, threw it right to him. It, it was like, w- what are we doing? Like, uh, like we, you had all off season to practice and prep and prepare, and you're just staring guys down. You're week one. I get it. It's week one. It's the first drive. You're only playing <laughs> two drives, but that combined with on your second drive, you go out there. And you're scrambling and fumbling. It's the preseason, dude. Just you're out there to get reps. Just throw the ball away. Don't get hit. Don't get hurt and move on. Who cares? These games don't matter. Hey, man. So two boneheaded decisions kind of worries me a little bit right now. Hey, man, it could be a lot worse. You could be like Deshaun Watson out there just missing guys going like one for five, not hitting anybody, hitting yeah, nobody. But the thing, but the thing is, eh, we're not talking about Deshaun Watson, yeah. but the thing is, the thing is like when you look at Zach, like, it's, it's pre, I get it. You do, you go through all the reps and all, and whatnot. Practice is much different when you, than game action. Off season training is much different than game action. Seven on sevens, 11, you know, seven on seven, no pads. It's very different. 
Very different when you got an opposing team who doesn't care what happens to you coming at you. So game one of the preseason, everyone's a little bit rusty to a certain degree. Zach Wilson year two. Eh, give him some time. Give him some reps. I'm not happy that he's going to be coming back later in the season because now he's still going to have to get ready and used to some reps without using this preseason because this preseason is the important part for getting right. ready. He's going to come back and we're going to be like, it, it was like the whole conversation from Mekhi Becton, right? It? We're like, oh, well, Mekhi Becton's going to need a couple weeks for him to get back into rhythm. It's going to kind of be the same thing for Zach Wilson. If you didn't like what you saw for like the little bit of time during game one, I can't see it Dude. quicking as soon as he comes back. Dude, no other quarterback is playing. The Jets get hurt. Their quarterback gets hurt every preseason. Every single quarterback we have at some point gets hurt in the preseason. And then we see other teams not playing in the preseason. Maybe let's just forget about it. Like, let's just, like, that's why we signed, you know, our, our, that third string, uh, quarterback to just play. Like, let him play. Like, I'm done. I'm done getting hurt in the preseason. I'm not blaming Zach Wilson for that. Why? Because he didn't go out of bounds and he made a cut to the left. Like it, it was like, no, that's dude. No, that's dumb. No, it's why. Eh. No, he was, he was just running. It was fine. Like you were telling me he's getting prepped for the season, but he ran eight yards. Like it's, I'm not, it's not, I'm not big, against that. Like, it's fine. He shouldn't get hurt from that. I don't know. I'm, I'm not too mad about it. Um, but just shifting, uh, gears a little bit to something I'm not too mad about. And that's Joe Douglas finally, you know, protecting. This offensive line, because speaking of Zach Wilson in training camp, and we saw it today too, a little bit, our quarterback's getting sacked in practice, man. Uh, we're having a tough time, uh, with the tackles. We still haven't had our potential starting tackles, uh, playing together yet, but the news came in. Dwayne Brown, uh, got his, um, his deal. What's really interesting, and I guess I'm putting on my Jeremy Cohen, cash rules everything, cap rules everything around me. Uh, cream hat. It's a ascending contract. And I think this is the first ascending contract, meaning he's getting less guaranteed money this year and it's popping up. It's going to be a huge, uh, way more money next year for Dwayne Brown. It's very interesting. It's Joe Douglas's first time he's done that with a free agent. Uh, we know that his, uh, free agent signings for veterans have, have been amazing, but George Font is one of those good signings and the poor guy, Font, Dwayne Brown in the shadows, like Greg mentioned again, from Seattle. Font moving back to the right. We mentioned that he has only one, no, he already got $1 million on a signing bonus. And technically he could be cut for 11 million. It's not guaranteed. The rest of his money's not guaranteed this year. And the Jets can get off the books. I'm wondering if somehow, some way, they're basically just going to keep it or kind of transfer it over to some sort of bonus. And kind of guarantee that for him and just say, we'll, we'll fully pay you out this year. I, I don't know. Like, I, I kind of want to throw it up to you guys because we've got the Dame, Dwayne Brown stuff. I know how you guys both feel about Joe Douglas signing people. Not, not, not so hot on the Joe Douglas train with that. But how do you guys feel about Font? Do you think he's going to start for longer than this year? Is it just like a one year deal? Is he going to get an extension? Like, how do you think this is going to play out? Cause I mean, if he gets hurt, literally the Jets can't pay him. Like, it, it, you know, it's on incentive deals. It's not like, uh. You said Fawn. Are you talking about Fawn or Brown? Well, Brown is signed. They're talking about Fawn. He's not, he's not, he's not guaranteed. So he's looking for that extension because he wanted the left tackle extension. He already moved to right again, doing whatever the team needs. Yeah. Number one, his knee is healthy enough to practice. And 
I, I don't know. I just don't know how he, he doesn't even have a guaranteed deal right now. So I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think? How do you guys think this is going to work out? Look, man, I think they're going to go into the season and just evaluate because you think they're going to leave it as is. You think Dwayne Brown, you think uh, George Font's going to play on a non-guaranteed contract this year? What other cha- What other options? What other options does he have? Come I mean, what, what, to hold out, <laughs> to not play like, and just try to go yeah. another team. I mean, he's I not going to do that, but he could do it. Sure, but then what does that mean for like George? Like, is George Font really that cachet name that can hold? Is he? You think you think he's that cachet of a name that he can hold out, get moved to another team, and then what? Maybe someone's left tackle tomorrow. Yeah, I, 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 would say, I mean, I mean, sure, but yet I guess my then rebuttal to that is what team needs a left tackle? There's probably 10 teams in the league that would take him tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I, I, nothing I think crazy, not a Super Bowl, think. not a Super Bowl contender, but there's 10 teams that would take him. The Miami Dolphins would take him in a heartbeat. They have nobody <laughs> on the offensive line. <laughs> and so, I mean, I, I just, I honestly, I feel bad. I, I, I really like him. Um, he's not playing on a guaranteed deal. I think that they were somehow going to work it out, either change it up where, you know, how people start going crazy and say, oh, the NFL salary cap, it's all fake because people convert contracts into bonuses to make it guaranteed. I think that might, that might happen, or maybe they'll restructure it in a way where he gets a guaranteed this year and incentives for next year, just in case. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know, but all I do know is the Jets quarterbacks have been getting killed in training camp. Uh, Every single week. I mean, I know we're going to have a stout defense, and I'm excited about that. But every single week, every single day, we hear Jermaine Johnson would be sacked. That was going to be my question to you, John, is are you worried about the offensive line, or do you think that the defensive line is just that good? Because if you look at the preseason game, we gave up zero sacks the entire game. And I don't think Font played. Dwayne Brown definitely didn't play. He's one on the team yet. And we had five sacks on defense. So do you think that our offensive line is like needs help or do you think our defensive line is just that good that they're winning in practice, but then they're also going to translate that and win on the field this year? I think our offensive line is good. If we have our starters, uh, I don't think we could roll out with Idoga and Mitchell uh, on week one of a normal game. I think we'll get absolutely murked. Uh, and in that same token, Greg, we're not only do we have a good defense, and, not all, uh, and why I'm really excited about Joe Flacco, to be honest with you, a veteran at, at the helm here, is because we're going to check to so many runs. We're going to throw to so many other needs. Guys, Brees Hall is so good. And yeah. followed by Michael Carter. And the tight ends are getting so many balls, and they're so involved. I mean, this is such an easy offense. And for a veteran to run it gets me excited. So I don't have to worry. You know what I mean? With Zach Wilson, I'm I'm, wor- I'm, t- I'm worried. Every single snap, I'm worried. Every series, sure. I'm worried. With Flacco, a- I'm, I'm at least going to be – there's at least a floor here, right? There's at least a floor. Like, I point. really do think like five games is a – like if Flacco started every single game this year, I know that – I'm so happy that it's not the case because he's eventually going to get old and be tired. Right? If he can just like give it his all for four games. But let's just – okay, let's just call it like realistic. The first quarter of the season, if he can go 500 – Man, like that's amazing. Like that'd be that'd be really good. Like controlled the offense, stout defense. I, I think we could actually stop the run if CJ Mosley plays. Uh, we'll talk about the defense a little bit because I got to talk about Greg's boy uh, <laughs> coming up soon. <laughs> uh, 
But you know, I, I, I'm I'm excited to have a veteran to just ground and pound, dude. We're gonna ground and pound the hell out of this ball. Yeah, I mean, you it's it's not that you're. I understand being like resting assured that Joe Flacco could handle it and be and bring that veteran presence that this team needs because, as you said, it's an easy offense. The the four system is. You know, spread it out, look for guys who are open, check down, find your tight ends. If you got something deep, go get it to them, get, take that chance. But it's a good concern with Zach Wilson. You know, like, are, is Zach Wilson good? Like, it's a good concern because you get to watch him develop and you get to figure out, is he going to be the quarterback of this team moving forward? I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that concern. And that's what you want to see, right? That's how this is, this is that growing process of, Hey, let's give him the reins. Let's see what he can do on the field. I'm fine with that, but not concerned with that, with Joe Flacco. Um, that's fine. But I want to get, I want to touch on one more thing about, uh, Font and, and, and Dwayne Brown. Do you think, where do you think this leads? Let's say, cause Dwayne Brown signed a two year contract, right? Talked about yep. it. Yep. Where do you see this team moving if, because Font, he's pretty good. He's pretty good at left tackle. He was sol- solid. Do you think there's a chance where they switch it around, where Dwayne Brown plays right tackle at some point during the season, and Font? No. Okay. Never. So then, so then, what do you think then, what, moving forward for George Font? Do you think a deal has to That's get done? That's what I'm now? saying. Do That's what I'm saying. Do- because listen, it's a nine million dollar dead cap for Dwayne Brown. He's our left tackle this year, hundred percent. Next year, it's a six million dollar dead cap. He's gonna he's gonna be on the team next year. Start. Are you happy with Dwayne be Brown being the left tackle? Yeah, because he's a veteran. He he he's on the field. He doesn't he plays. I need I need a left tackle who's gonna be there every single day. And honestly, that's why I like Bond so much, right? And and that that's why we need to keep him. That's why we need to take care of him, dude. Because I know it was a contract year last year uh, at the left, so that gives me a little bit of worry. Yeah, his best season. Well, he everything we ask him to do, he does. He was a veteran when he came in here. Like he, he dealt with this Dwayne Brown issue in Seattle. He came, to, he came to the Jets. And we got Mikai Becton, right? This, pro, our, you know, some prize fighter in the first round. We're like, dude, he's gonna start left. He's like, all right, fine, I'll move to right, but I don't want to, especially because he knew, knew his contract situation coming up here. Mikai Becton gets hurt. George Font does okay at right tackle. Mikai Becton gets hurt, flips to left, does amazing. Bring in Dwayne Brown, you know, his arch nemesis, it feels like obviously they're boys, but like every time, every time the poor guy is about to get the left tackle position, gets moved over to the right, Dwayne Brown comes in, he's not going anywhere. So I just, I honestly, I just, it's just one of those things where I, I want the team to take care of him and he's not going to play this whole year with no guaranteed money. It's just not going to happen. So I'm wondering what is going to happen. Are they going to restructure his deal? Just pay him out that the rest of the 10 mil cash. In some sort of bonus, you know what I mean? Because again, they back, they ascended Dwayne Brown's contract. First time Joe Douglas has ever done that, so it gives me a little bit of pause uh, as to how this the rest of the season is going to approach. I know that we're going to cut Eddie Pinheiro, and that's going to save about a million too. So like, there, there, there's some money to pick up here and there. You know what I mean? But it's not going to be enough to. I think that Fon, I think we're gonna have to give Fon a couple of years, but I don't know if he's gonna want it from us. That's what I'm saying. I think he's gonna be want to start left tackle somewhere, and if he's not gonna be left tackle here next year either, I think he's gonna want a one year, ten million dollar deal. To be honest with you, it's 
tough. I'm, man. I'm completely okay with that. If that's the I case. mean, he, probably, he wants three year thirty, right? That's, I'm not that's okay what he with wants, that. probably. So he probably he'll probably take one year, maybe twelve. You know what I mean? So that next year he can make some money on the left tackle. Yeah, uh, it sucks for him. I, it sucks for I'm him. Not, I, I I hope he's taken care of. Honestly, that, that that's why I brought it up, and that's why I've been concerned. Everybody's like, "Oh yeah, just sign Dwayne Brown," but yeah, I'm not a little complicated. I'm not. I'm. I wouldn't like that if George Fine. I mean, he's younger. He's thirty. You're talking about Dwayne Brown, who's thirty six. You know, he's you're then looking back to replace a left tackle again. So it doesn't really make sense. So they should just. I think they should. I agree with you, John. Like they should take care of him. But I just feel like I, know. I have we're this feeling that we're just going to see. I know. I, I have a feeling that we're going to let this thing drag out, and I and, uh, and I don't bad. like that. Yeah, it looks no, bad. It, looks, it, looks, it looks bad because we we do this to all of the and this, I, we talk about it so many times. We do this to all the key guys that we want. Where Joe help Douglas is like, yeah, like, <laughs> you know, like why would you help out the Jets then? Like this is like that. That's what's tough. Like when if you if you're objectively looking at the Jets as a player. Like if you look, you look at Marcus May, you know exactly. What I, mean? I was gonna, I was going to bring up Marcus May too. Like Marcus May played on the last year bad, of his deal. Dude. Yeah, bad. So and you know what happened? Like I hate saying I don't even want to say it. I don't want to jinx it. But we know how what happened with Marcus May and how that ended. You hope it's not the same way yeah. for George Fon. So and that's exactly what he wants to avoid. But let's speak on some a little bit of like a little bit of you know a left turn here. Talk about some good news about Joe Douglas. That's Quan Alexander. Thank the Lord. Thank God. Quan Alexander is going to be the linebacker next to CJ Mosley. Because if I have to watch Quincy Williams do n- more nonsense every single game. You didn't, you, you didn't like that, uh, that hit after uh, outside dude, of the, the sideline on the quarterback. What was that? <laughs> what was, even if that's week seven, that's egregious. Quarter one of the first preseason game, bro. Yeah, like the second out. drive or something like that. Like early. <laughs> Yo, the very second drive. Early. Very early. He just he <laughs> I that couldn't believe tough, when man. I saw that. So I'm really on I'm really by the way, on a third down on a stop. Like the drive was over, we were yeah. out of it, and just a terrible penalty. Yo, I was like seven. he just he just knocked Jalen Hurts down. Right, it was Jalen Hurts that he knocked down, right? Yeah, and like he just knocked down. I was like, "Yo, you are so out of bounds." Like, it's not even like, like I get like you like he like maybe you don't like conceptually know where you are, but like it was pretty deep out of bounds. Like we're talking about, you're now like seeing players next to you on the sidewalk. That was what. Yeah, that honestly, was you put you put. Zach, I mean, Zach Wilson got hurt on his own on his own accord, but you actually did put you know. The Jets quarterback at risk there. If Jalen Hurts gets hurt Ooh. on a late play, I mean, <laughs> just, in like, preseason, just, just forfeit. Just forfeit the game because, like, they're going to pull, pull Zach Wilson. Yeah, pull out Zach Wilson immediately. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was kind of messed up. But, you know, I'm glad Quan is there. Greg, you have something to say about uh, the, our, our draft pick, Mr. 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 Clemens? Scary guy. <laughs> he's all he was all over it. I'm happy for Monster. him. He, he looked like he was playing good. 
scary, scary guy, man. I was talking, I was texting with John at one point. I think he like led up like a one yard run to his side. I, I wish I could find the clip of it because I would use the gift all season. He was just slamming the ground, just like freaking out that he let up one yard to his side. Like he is scary, man. And he's, he's looking good. There was a couple defensive guys later on in the game, second, third, fourth quarter that I was kind of surprised with that. I'm hoping it could make some sort of impact because we have a lot of them, but it seems like we're rotating them in and out. Maybe we're just trying to find who we're keeping, who we're getting rid of, because that's kind of where we're at right now in the season. But um, I mean, Tanzel Smart, I, I mean, we didn't discuss it, but he has to be one of those guys you were talking about. He absolutely killed it uh, on the field. And today they moved from 90 to 85. Yeah, I mean, that definitely got his spot because they they cut the guy right behind him. Yes, they did. Uh, in Ward, so they were definitely fighting for a spot there. So just a recap of the of, of the cuts uh, for today from ninety to eighty five. Uh, got a DB Barco, offensive lineman Derek Kelly, uh, Timmy Ward, like we mentioned, and wide receiver Rashard Davis, who you know made some sparks on Jets Twitter during training camp. But honestly, during the game, like he muffed two special teams balls. Like what, what? What do I do with you? You know what I mean. If you can't be the backup to Braxton, um, if you can't play special teams like Alex says when you're you know on on the edge of the roster, uh, you become expendable. On the other hand, Mims, I mean, he he's putting in work, man. So uh, Calvin Jackson on the back there, he seems to be a fan favorite out here, uh, a coaching favorite, getting some balls. So. I would say, you know, Black and Irvin Charles are definitely on the hot seat, uh, when it comes to wide receivers. So that, that, you know, that, that, that's just like speaking cuts, uh, kind of some back end stuff. There's about to be another five cuts coming up soon, uh, before it goes all the way down to 53, but then you could have 16 on the practice squad. Yep. Which makes it 69. Nice. So. I, uh. Any worried about one of your tight ends over there? You know, you literally read my mind. Because Rucker looked pretty good. Mind. Dude, I'm Rucker looked pretty good, man. I think I'm worried about Yaboa. Yeah. I'm Kenny worried about Yaboa. He's not going to make that, bro. He's not going to make uh, it. But listen, if, if it, it, there's some strategy here because if, if you make it past the next five, too, like from down to 85, yep. then if you, from the 85 down to the 53, again, we say there's another 16 that goes to the practice squad. Like that means you have a chance of making the practice squad. I feel like, right? These, these next five, you're kind of, you know, struggle to make the practice squad too. So I wonder if your boa could at least make it there. But dude, I mean, he it, the tight end room is nice, dude. With Conklin <laughs> and Uzama, I mean, Ruckert is nice. So here's the thing, dude. You know what? I, you know who I think is definitely gone. I think Bowden is gone. I think Nick Bowden, that fullback we got, I think he's gone. I think we're gonna put tight ends there. I don't think he's worth it. Uh, who are you going to use there? Wesco? Wesco? Yeah, I mean, Wesco would be nice. So you could, you could have four tight ends there. And then, uh, things people could steal people off the practice squad. So if somebody, if somebody steals Cager, my boy, my boy, wide receiver turned tight end from Georgia. Three years in, and this is still here. Still your boy. Still my boy. He's a tight end now. He's making plays today. I don't know. Oh, I mean, goodness. they're both, they're both like, they're both just guys that I like. I don't know if they're gonna get any playing time, but I'm so it's so funny you really read my mind. That's 
that's the things I'm worried about. Like when I'm checking the roster cuts, like I'm worried about the back end players. I'm I'm check, checking the tight ends. I, I I do yo dude, I love Zonovan Knight. I love Zonovan Knight. The that backup running back, he better make the team. Honestly, I think when Michael Pirine's gone, um, yeah. I'm so happy Tevin Coleman's on that. He had ten uh, carries though, Pirine. I know we ran a lot of running backs this week. I was kind of surprised by that. Here's the thing, dude. Like the farther you get in preseason game, the more like the, the more the back end depth chart you're on. You know what I mean? It's like the only time in the league like they really see it. <laughs> that's so if true you're like too. getting a lot of time in the back, you're like, ah. That's a great point. Like you don't want <laughs> like uh what was it, Michael Carter? He had what five carries? Or no, yeah, not well, Michael Carter. Yeah, yeah, he, he had three. Yeah, Brees Hall Brees had five Hall, carries. My five, all the three. first quarter. All the first quarter, and they got better <laughs> as they went. That was the one note I had yeah. about that. First three were kind of okay. Fourth one looked a little bit better, got some more yardage. Fifth one again looked like he got a little his, the ball rolling a little bit. I'm excited to see that in the regular season when he gets 16 carries in a game, what that can kind of turn into. But to your point, that's a great point. Like if you're P Ryan, you might be kind of shook that you got 10 carries. Cause like <laughs> yeah. these guys are out here seeing if I'm about to get cut. I mean, he averaged five yards a carry, but again, you're going against third and fourth string guys. So I hope you could get five yards a carry as a guy who used to actually be a starting running back in the NFL. Yeah, like the, the, the DB room is getting shorter too. Like, uh, Wild Goose got a lot of playing time. He's probably on the back end there. Justin Hardy got a, a nice ring of endorsement today. So he's staying. Uh, Luke Barco probably now. on the back end there. Isaiah Dunn has been getting a lot of time everywhere. Every time I see training camp, you got a lot of preseason time. I think Isaiah Dunn is trying to, he's like one of those projects that the Jets, I feel like, want to be right about. So I, I hope they are right about him, but I don't know, dude. It can Eccles. Michael Carter, Goodry, and Dunn all making it. Like they're all playing the, the same position. I don't know. I mean, so DJ hamstring thing. It doesn't look that serious because he's playing, you know, in training camp or you know, in practice. So I mean, can't take that too seriously. So I don't know, man. I'm excited about the Bryces. Bryces played well. It was a good Bryce's, game. Dude. The Bryces, they all look pretty good. What do you guys? I mean, Eddie, Eddie Pinheiro getting hurt. Of course, that's what I really care about. I'm not going to even bring up the fact that our punt, that our special teams punting still hurts my soul and that the punter I wanted. Don't even say it. Don't even say it, it John. It's preseason. It's preseason. I'm not going to bring it up. You didn't want him. You didn't want him. You wanted the other guy. You wanted the other guy. I wanted any punter. John, you wanted the other guy. I wanted any of the two punters. Everyone laughs at me. I wanted the one guy. I wanted the guy that punts 85 yards. Everyone made fun of me. That's too far, they said. I was, what are you talking about? Too far? Is that such a thing? Dude, he's going to be in Buffalo. He's going to kill it, man. You're going to start every drive on the 20 all season when you play Buffalo. There's nothing you can do about it. The guy kicks forever. Damn. But I digress. So I think I think Greg DeLeg is going to get the kicking, the job. kicking uh, job. But, dude, I'm worried about Brady man. I'm pissed off that we didn't get the damn punter. I knew you knew what I was talking about. I'm annoyed. Uh, Brayden Mann making tackles in preseason. Tough look. Really tough look, man. I mean, I mean, Boyer, what are we doing, man? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. So I guess, uh, I can see, I can see that this podcast has really turned, uh, at once we got to special teams. My goodness. One question I did have while we're on special teams real quick. I don't know if you guys saw Tevin Coleman. So we talked about Rucker. He went on that weird designation. (laughs) I still forget whatever it is. INF. What's up? What's that weird designation they have in the preseason that they put, I think, Tevin Coleman on? 
and I think Rucker. Oh yeah, the, the the non-football injury related list. Yeah, yeah. Yes, so we yes, they, so that right. that was we were we're all speculating what that meant for Tevin Coleman. He came in, he got one punt return, and that was it. So, so he's back. He's back. I what quarter was that? I think the first quarter because I was like shocked. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? I think I know, Braxton I did, did one I, or two, and then there was Tevin Coleman, and then it was our backup guy for the rest of the game. Well, that's why the backup guy got cut, Rashard Davis, because he also muffed both of them too. Those are not clean. Yeah, so like, is, I mean, is Tevin Coleman? Are they looking at him not being a running back and being a special teams guy, or is it just to get I him? I think some he's reps? trying to make the squad, bro. I think I think they're really? looking at. Yeah, I think him and Ty Johnson are are fighting for a spot, and I promise you, I think Zonovan Knight is fighting for a spot. He looks so sure. damn good, man. He he runs with his his back straight. <laughs> like uh, like Brees Hall, I don't know, dude. I, I I like what I see. Brees Hall, Michael Carter, and Zonovan Knight is a really nice one, two, three. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna throw that out there. I'm with you. Let me ask you guys a question now. I think Kevin Coleman's still here. gonna make the roster. I think they're gonna want that veteran running back back there, man. Think Kevin so, Kevin Coleman. Yep. Also, I mean, listen, if they're penny pinching, they can save some money, dude. Get, Correct me if I'm save, wrong. Save, didn't, Tevin, didn't Tevin Coleman do some uh, punt returning and kick returning when he was down in Atlanta? I'm pretty sure he did. I think he Dude, did. Atlanta. Oh, he well, do you remember, remember those days? I mean, Tevin Coleman does. He does have a. Uh, I mean, half his money is guaranteed. He has a 1.5 mil. Ty Johnson's going to get cut, so maybe it'll be uh, Tevin Coleman as the third, and then. Uh, Knight is the backup. But then what happens to Ty Johnson? I don't know. Yeah. That's some speculation around the running backs room. That's talking running backs. <laughs> what do you guys think about Quinton Williams? Looking for an extension here. Seems to be hurt, but I don't know if it's real hurt. You guys have any thoughts on Q Will? The real Q Will. Not the guy, not his brother smacking people on the sideline. Yeah, that needs to, that needs to stop immediately. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I don't. What, what, do you know what his in, Do you know what his injury designation is? Like, what's wrong with him? Is it a leg injury, ankle injury? I'm pretty sure it's a foot. A foot. Ankle dealing with ankle injury, not believed to be serious. Will be fine. Salah says. Hmm. I mean, uh, he's looking for an he, extension. So he needs this to is, play. This, this, this should be the year well. that he does well, and everyone tells me, "Oh, it's fake because it's a contract year." Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't show up this year, I don't know if there's a reason to extend him. I mean, he was super young when he came into the league. He's been here five years. We haven't done anything as a franchise in five years. I think he's been through three or four coaches, it feels like. So I don't, I don't know if you can really blame the guy, but I'm not trying to spend big money on defensive tackle that hasn't really done anything in the league yet. I mean, it's tough. It's kind of what it's honestly kind of be kind of like what Mikai Beckton's going to be looking at. When, if he must be more of Leonard healthy. Williams, man. Leonard you Williams, think? I thought had a couple good years though. I mean, he, he plays like him, him and Leonard Williams are really like they play well. They have decent games. They affect the game without the numbers. They look for contract extensions. I mean, I yeah. like him on the line. I just don't know how much I'm paying him. 
Leonard Williams, I thought, had a weird thing where, like, didn't we have like a stud defensive line that we drafted him in the first round? And it was like he came find playing time because our defensive line is so good. Yeah, we like had snack. We had snacks. I think we had Muhammad Wilkerson. We had uh, Sheldon Richardson. We had Sheldon, Sheldon Richardson. Richardson. We had, like, it was stacked. It was tough. Like, it was he was a rotational guy and he was a top ten pick, I think, in that draft. So, well, they couldn't believe he dropped type deal. Yeah, exactly. It's like they had such a high grade on him and they, they were able to get him, which I get because those other guys moved on and he was there for a little bit. But Q Will has had the opportunity to play every down, every season he's been on this team. And he, he hasn't flashed to the extent I was expecting him to flash with being such a high pick. I mean, he was phenomenal in college, but he just hasn't had any support. I mean, this is going to be the best defense he's going to be on in his, was this, it's going into his fifth year, I think, right? Yep. So no, this would be his. Uh, this would be his fourth year. Fourth year. His fourth year. So yeah. this is gonna be the best defense he's gonna be on. He has to I'm show. I'm so something. excited about this defense, man. I, I think I, I, the one issue is the is this CJ Mosley didn't play. We couldn't stop a damn nosebleed in the running backs. But dude, every time you say we have a good defense, it riles me up, dude. It riles <laughs> me up because I think we have such a good defense. I I can't. I don't know. There's no hole now because of Quan Alexander. It's amazing. I think for, please, we're so hyped. I think for Quinn and Williams, right, you'll get the years that he's been here. He's had two and a half sacks, seven sacks, then six sacks. You're talking about a total of he needs ten. Well, this he year had, for he's had fifty. Tim. He's had fifty three total tackles. Uh, Thirty six was his max last season that he's ever had. He's a good like he's solid at like stopping, but he's not dominant. You know, I think that's the thing. Like when you draft somebody that high, he need they need to be dominant. Um, and he just hasn't been dominant. Now, granted, that's everybody else that we've had right on the defensive line, plus our linebackers that also have to show up as well to make him flash. But as you both noted, this is going to be the best defense he's been a part of. So if he can't, if he can't produce this season at a high level, I think you could still extend him, but. It's not going to be for primo dollars. Like I would rather just keep, I'd rather keep somebody than just lose them and be like, all right, now time to replace somebody. Unless you know you're going to get a stud defensive tackle in the upcoming draft. Yeah, lose again, for nothing. To, to go yeah. to your point, Alex, his sophomore year, his last year at Alabama to, to go off your, his best stats or whatever as a jet. 45 sole tackles, 26 assists, 71 total tackles, 19 and a half tackles for a loss, eight sacks. So it, we need, I need something at least at that level. If I think he's going to be, I need 10 sacks this year. I need double digit <laughs> tackles for a loss. I mean, Are there going to be enough sacks to go around with Jermaine yeah. Johnson, the, you know, Bryce? Yeah, Carl definitely. Lawson, of course. I mean, ten sacks is one every other game. You know? Yeah, All right, man, I'm hyped about it. I'm, I'm I'm hyped about this team. What do you guys What do you guys want to see with this? Uh, we mentioned, in the, you know, in the top how we got smacked in joint practice last year. Also got embarrassed versus Green Bay. Honestly, first game out, uh, first quarter out, whatever in preseason. What do you guys think? What do you guys What are you guys looking forward to for this Hawks game? I mean, I mean Hawks game. Stupid Atlanta Falcons, Falcons game. I mean, I hate the Falcons. I had to see them in London smack us. I hate the Hawks. I had to watch them smack us in the garden. I just, I hate, I hate Atlanta's courts. But go ahead. 
I think for this game, I want to just see Flacco be consistent. That way, think we, he's gonna I know play? he's going to play. You think first half no. or something? Uh, he should. He didn't dress he last game. I mean, I get that he's got, a veteran. Got, I get. Say. I get. Does he need to play? I get, I get that he's a veteran. But you also <laughs> just shaking I, his head furiously. He's saying he's no because he's he. I know Greg's terrified. Uh, but you also want to get your guys, your starters, some reps with the actual quarterback in game time situation. Like, if you're not going to start Flacco, then don't start the rest of the starters and just wait until the regular season. That that's just my opinion. Like, if you're not going to do that to make sure that uh, everyone's we need, a, we need a lot of other starters to play. But if Flacco goes down, now we're looking at Mike White. <laughs> He's a Hall of Famer. What are you Mike Way and nobody else. I mean, whoa, 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 whoa. Whatever his Chris name Strabler. is. Oh, <laughs> my okay. okay, get me out of here. South Dakota, baby. <laughs> but um, to your point about. Two touchdowns, dude. Two touchdowns, 60 yards, 125 quarterback rating. It was running, too. Like, he looked, he looked pretty nice at <laughs> this spot. Um, no, don't do this. Don't do this play. to Jets fans. Don't, guys, don't, don't, don't spark the interest of like what could be if he could be the next time. There's no interest. No, no. <laughs> you see Garrett Wilson talking about Joe, the difference between a ball from Joe Flacco and Zach Wilson. Black's and poetic, man. Jets Twitter going nuts about it. Yeah. I mean, Joe Flacco's a professional. He throws a, a beautifully catchable ball. There's there's nothing he's going to gain from preseason reps. Get it, like keep him healthy. He we need him ready to go week one against the Ravens to absolutely light him up. Because Garrett Wilson's another one I want to talk about a little bit. Three targets in his first game, two catches, twenty five yards. One of the most productive outings from a rookie wide receiver this year in preseason so far. Even if Joe Flacco doesn't play and Mike White's playing, a couple other guys are playing, Garrett Wilson needs reps. Elijah Moore needs reps. Maybe Corey Davis doesn't need reps. But our young guys still need reps, even though they're going to be starters. For sure. And if you're going to give them reps, give them with the quarterback that's going to be throwing it to them for a week or so. Like, If you want to tell me that Joe Flacco shouldn't play like more than a quarter, I I I can get with you behind that. But to say not to play at all... It's a little wild, bro. That's a little wild. Tom Brady went home, bro. Practice. Tom Brady went home. Yo, we're not. We came. <laughs> this is not even apples to oranges. This, this is not even apples to oranges. This is Joe like, Flacco is elite, bro. Joe Flacco's our goat. He's playing All the right, Ravens. That note, one. He's playing this, the AFC podcast. North, bro. Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> This podcast is done. I got. We got. We got to leave Flacco. What do you mean, to, oh dude? my god! Joe Flacco and Brees Hall is dynamic. No one's saying that it's not. No one's say, saying that it's not even doable. <laughs> We're not doing the Joe Flacco elite conversation. Let's stop that right now. What do you mean? He's elite. He's already going to have at least one pass for 50 yards week one. I can guarantee you that. At yes, he one will. Pass for 50 if it's yards. to Garrett Wilson. Honest to God, I... It better be to Elijah Moore, not Garrett Wilson. I'm going to be I'm gonna be really honest with you guys. I really think that fantasy-wise, wide receivers, running backs, and tight ends went up with Flacco. Yeah, I can sure. get behind you on that. I can get behind you with that. Yeah, for sure. So what's but the issue? That means more yards. But to say that he's a lead to do, he's do elite, all this. Alex. Well, he is a lead. The <laughs> issue is with it is that Joe cool. Flacco is not the future and it's not sustainable. Yes, there everyone's points went up or yards went up in fantasy for four or five or six weeks. Not for a full season because Joe Flacco can't make it through a full season. No, no, no. Then Zach Wilson's going to come in in relief. From week yeah. five, 
Hopefully, it makes it all the way to the end. But we see, we, dude, all we our quarterbacks get- don't play full seasons, man. Everyone needs a break. Comes in, plays great, and they're like, "Oh yeah, those seven weeks in a row were amazing." Can he do it for a full year? No, dude, he can't. Like, we have to it. fix that. We have to fix that as a franchise. <laughs> what do you guys want to see? What do you guys want to see for this game? Besides Flacco. I no, want to see. I, no, I told you. I want to see like all of our young guys get reps, like show a little bit more. That's really. It. I mean, that's what preseason is, right? Just make sure that any specific match on both sides. Um, any specific match. I really want to see the, the defense. Kickers, I want to see. I want to see the defense take advantage of Marcus Mariota quarterbacking for the Atlanta Falcons. Apparently, he's been looking good. I mean, I was watching that game. He did look pretty solid. Uh. But still, it is Marcus Mariota. It is the Atlanta Falcons. They don't have a full squad that is meant to compete and go deep anywhere during this regular season. On paper, sure, they could shock the world. I highly doubt that. But I want to see this Jets defense take advantage of the Atlanta Falcons offense. So I'll be watching to see how the defense comes out. Yeah, for me, it's it's same thing. It's like oh, again, this past week we had no sacks on offense, and then we had, we had five sacks on defense. So I want to see the same thing again. Don't get sacked on offense. Get the ball out. To your point, John, you made the point earlier. I don't know if we talked about it on here with uh, the Aaron Rodgers part of my take interview, but Michael Four obviously up in Green Bay, Matt Lafleur here in New York, and Aaron Rodgers was talking about how he prefers the West Coast offense over um, the offense that we yeah. run now. Mm-hmm. And I think he was saying, I think you said earlier too, like this offense is about rhythm and about like going through your reads and just like boom, like boom, 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 boom. Like you have to just go step by step by step. And it's just going through those progressions. So getting that stuff down with our guys, whether it's Mike White or Joe Flacco, Garrett Wilson, the routes that he ran, I was watching like a, it was like a 25 second Twitter clip, but it was just three routes that he, he got targeted on. Dude, he gets some separation on his breaks. Like the, the first route he ran, when he made his move, the defender, you could see on the screen, like jumped, like falls back and he gets like two or three yards of separation and he carries that out throughout the route. So I just, just hate watch. That's always Isaiah Dunn, bro. <laughs> I don't know yeah, why it's so, always him. So I just want to see Garrett Wilson keep doing that. I want to see Brees Hall. I've talked about it. Just keep running the ball well, taking his time, doing what he does well. And I need to see a takeaway on defense. We got so much going on defense, whether wow. it's all the defensive linemen, all the cornerbacks we brought in, the linebackers, the safeties. I mean, Whitehead played the full, I think the whole first quarter last time. And I mean, he was looking We had good. a chance at a pick last game too. We muffed it. But Marcus Mariota, Desmond Ritter, we ha- if we're not going to pick off those guys, who are we going to pick off in the NFL this season? So let's get it going on defense. I want to turn Lamar over. Jackson. Well, Lamar Jackson's gonna run, so yeah, he's not I, I just hope we it. stop the run. I hope I hope CJ Mosley's ass plays. Okay, I hope he plays. I'm, I was really annoyed they didn't play. Play the damn game, hit somebody, and then go sit down. that was kind of my point with Joe Flacco. It's like, is he really gonna get dressed up and do everything and then go out for two drives? Like, is CJ Mosley really up. gonna? You better dress up this time. Last game, didn't dress up. Do- Hold is CJ Mosley really going to get dressed up and do everything to tackle one guy and then walk off the field in a game that doesn't matter when he's a 10 year vet? What are we doing? Do you want here, it to be bro? the Mike White and uh, Shriver show? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alex no. I agree. I would like to see Flacco as well. 
I'll, I'll put that. Give me a series with Flacco. Let me just see what's up. Greg's out here. I don't even know what you're... Greg, what are you doing, man? You just want to see the world burn. I just want to see our guys healthy for week one. These games don't matter. No, you got to get ready for some contact. If Flacco gets hurt, um. If Joe Flacco gets hurt, we're in trouble because it's Mike White and nobody else. Like my whole comments to start this podcast on, am I worried if Zach Wilson gets hurt? I'm worried if Joe Flacco gets hurt. Yeah. Because we have no one else. It's not like, it's not, if Flacco plays week one and then gets hurt week two and then I'm looking forward to Mike White Bengals, then I can talk myself into something with Zach Wilson coming (laughs) down the pipe. But I can't, I can't talk myself with the week one, Mike. Also, White. too, you talked about it earlier. and The name that I was not allowed to bring up earlier, I will bring it up again. Jimmy G, the two years, you said he's a good depth piece. The two years he played and he was healthy in San Francisco, they went to the Super Bowl and they went to the NFC Championship game. Dude, he ruined my life on New England. Him and Matt Castle. Just throwing it out there. They, they live rent free in my head. Jimmy G <laughs> and Matt he's Castle healthy, live rent free in my head. That was Most supposed to be our years, bro. I hate them. I don't want anything to do with them. I don't want them to be <laughs> successful. <laughs> and speaking of not being successful, I'm so happy that Tom Brady went home. He doesn't want to play with Todd Bowles. Good. Go, go home, bro. Go do whatever you got to do. Don't play football. You're you just retire, fan. dude. Your coach thinks. You guys think in Tampa. Take the Saints. Winning P Weekly. Saints going to win the division. Easily. Easily. is going to be healthy. Running back. Takes half the, half the season off. Mark Ingram's back as a backup running back. Mark They're going to be fun. Uh, hey, but regardless, regardless, this is, this is what, this is what we can do here, man. If the Jets throw the ball to Mims, if Flacco throws the ball to Mims versus the Falcons, and he catches like two balls, and he looks competent. Is that a win? Is that a win for us versus Atlanta? Yeah, if Mims gets five targets and he looks good on those five targets, yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to Mims hopefully showing up. We're going to trim down the wide receivers. And I'm looking forward to Mr. AG, Mr. Gardner, at the cornerback room, playing a little more. Cornerbacks look good. Let's get the season started, bro. Let's get the season started, man. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Look, man. Alex is not there yet. I'm so ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Last thing. Last thing. uh, Slipped my mind. Where where I was going. Malcolm Butler after the year? How crazy is that? Oh, is that what you were saying? You said inside linebacker. I was like, what are you talking about? No, not inside linebacker. IL, bro. Injured list. Malcolm oh, Butler on the dude. injured list. He's out for the year. I did not know that. They got Mills now as their number one cornerback. I mean, was it Kendrick Patriots? Bourne, Patriots Kendrick Bourne also not looking good. 400? Right, that was I don't think anyone could be worse than Miami. I don't know. We'll save it for winning picks weekly. If you guys want to yeah. talk gambling, who's going to finish where in the AFC East and the odds? I, I think. We'll if, I think if I was a gambling it. man, if I was a gambling man, Greg. I would say Bills, Jets, Patriots, Dolphins. I think they're in the hunt. Dun, dun, dun. Just need to be in the hunt. The hunt. The hunt. Uh, On that note, I feel like this is a good place to end it. Yeah, so with Butler ex- going down and Tom Brady not playing. That's exactly that, how I like it. Yeah, that's exactly where we should end this. <laughs> On that note, 
Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. You all know what to do. Please make sure to like, subscribe, follow this podcast. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. Make sure to subscribe, whatever audio listening platform you use. And even if you listen to us on, let's say, Apple or Spotify, go over to YouTube and make sure to subscribe there. Go support us. It's free to do so. It helps us out when you go do so. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. We out. Let's go Jets. Let's go Yankees, bro. Get this damn win. <laughs>